Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is uh, Carmen. I'll be your host tonight. Um, Welcome to PGN, Prophetic Grace Network, where we do it more than we talk about it. I hope you had a great week. I hope you had a blessed week. Um, Today is September 30th, 2023. Um, And tonight, we're going to be talking about the topic of monitoring spirits. And we'll get that to that in a moment. But um, before we start, let me play a song. And after this, we'll talk about monitoring spirits. Spirit. 
Well, good evening. Blessings to all. Um, that was a sound mind, and uh, I could hear the sound. Well, um, this past week, you know, that we the last two weeks we've been talking about clutter in the home and hoarding and how hoarding is basically a stronghold of, of a big mess going on in the house. And um, um, we're going to continue talking about our houses. Um, today, I'm going to present to you another aspect of your spiritual and physical house. And um, the topic is monitoring spirits. So today, people protect their investments, right? Our houses, whether spiritual or physical, um, they need protection. And so that's what we're going to be talking about. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for allowing us to be here tonight. We pray, Father God, that you cover us tonight, cover our ears, Father God, that the blood of Jesus will touch us, Father God, to hear what you have to say tonight. We ask you to bless those on the call and bless those on uh, future archives listening to the message, that you would touch their hearts and give them this message so that they would know what to do um, and how to fight in your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. So last week we were talking about, um, I was talking to Angela Joy, and um, the word that came up in my spirit was monitoring spirit. After that, I kept continuing all week. I kept thinking about that, and I couldn't shake that off. And I said, okay, Lord, uh, there's something with this that you want us to, to pay attention to. And like in the natural, in the in physical sense, um, we belong to the kingdom of light. Right, and the enemy is from the kingdom of darkness, and so even on earth, um, there's wars going on, and and um, in the military, they just don't send their soldiers out there without preparing them. They train them, they teach them what their enemy looks like and how to overcome their enemy. So tonight, I'm going to be kind of uh, doing that, uh, teaching you, uh, giving you something to look at so that when you're in that war um, and you're praying that you know how to fight and fight the right way and recognize who your enemy is. Um, So monitoring spirits. What is a monitoring spirit? We'll look at that, that spiritual side of and we'll look at the physical side of it in your house. A monitoring spirit, um, means watching. It's a spirit that's watching you. It's a spirit that operates in the spirit realm. It, it, its purpose is to monitor an individual, a family, uh, whatever. It, it, its goal is to gather information and take, it takes notes and, and information of what you're, you're doing, and then it goes back and reports to the kingdom of darkness. And for what purposes? so that they can strategize against you. Because these spirits, as well as those in the, in the kingdom of darkness, they don't, they're not all-knowing. Only God is all-knowing. So why, that's why this spirit has that, that uh, job to monitor. And they're very cowardly because, remember, the kingdom of darkness is a kingdom of fear. And so they're based on fear. So you could only imagine they're fearful. They need to do their jobs or else they're going to get clobbered. 
So um, they're going to make sure that they're going to get the information. They're very vigilant on what you're doing. This spirit looks for ways that you're leaving a door open, and they want to exploit your life. They want to make sure that they get into to get get and cause damage. The scriptures talk about what the spirit does. It comes from the devil, right? Uh, John 10.10, 10, it says, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. So it's referring to um, this thief, uh, this uh, spirit as a thief. Something A thief is someone that takes, takes what's not theirs. Um, and there's instructions in 1 Peter 5, 8, where it says, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. So it's telling you to be sober. People that are drunk, are they sober? No, they're because their minds are not straight. They're, they may be confused. So God wants you to be clear-minded and be watchful, be alert like a good soldier, because you have an enemy, whether you know it or not. It's not the same way that um, the earth operates in the physical realm. Some things do, but some things don't. Um, so, uh, okay, I hope you understood that. Um, so you understand that there's an enemy that's looking to steal destroy and ultimately ultimately kill you that's its its purpose that's the the, the ultimate um, purpose for them to destroy you and then kill you in the physical the natural realm these monitoring spirits are hackers um, they're like hackers in your devices they're hackers um, on your phones they're hackers in in your physical homes, you know, robbers. They come to steal. They're thieves. And so they try infiltrating your home, your life, to come to take something that doesn't belong to them. They want to know where you're at at all times. They want to destroy your life, your life savings, your relationships, your business, your ministry. They come to create havoc. So you see a thief, once it knows there's something valuable in a house, your life, <laughs> your your home, whether it's in the natural or the physical, they come wanting to uh, um, break in and they want to break down. They don't go where it's not worth it. A thief will make it worth it, right? So it says... Um, there's a scripture here. Let me go vote for it and give me one second here. Mm. It talks about the thief comes. Okay. Yeah. The devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Um, when we look in the nature, these programs where they have a, a nature, things with animals, you see that the lion will not just automatically attack. It waits. It waits around. The, uh, the, the, um, the animals that are looking for prey, they wait and they look to see which one is the weakest one. 
So um, the enemy does the same thing to you. He waits for you to be at your weakest point for what? To come and come around to destroy you. So a hacker does the same thing. You may not even know that you have a hacker on your phone. You may not even know that they infiltrated into your home system and they're watching you, even through your own cameras. They're watching. They're watching for an opportune time to strike. Um, they try infiltrating your home, your, your ministry, your business. They find ways. Um, on that show last week, one of the callers had mentioned how one of the neighbors had been um, hacking around the house and doing things. You know, they were finding that their phones were clicking. And so they go, they try to go undetected so you won't know that they're there so that they can gather all the information to then create damage later on. I have heard of people in business that have had um, hackers like that, another business moving in next to them and stealing their, um, their fax lines, stealing all their business from, from, and they were doing this to other people. And even um, so much as the FBI had to get involved with all of this because they were doing illegal activity, stealing the business of the other company. And this was going on for some time, but nobody would believe one of the people that worked there until finally they did. And I guess they found out and they split and they, they were gone. They knew that they were um, discovered. And so we need to also understand that we have a, a spiritual enemy, and that enemy will send different ways, different tactics to come in and, and attack us. He'll send hackers. He'll send spies to see, to watch. So you see, a thief, once it knows that there's something valuable in your house, in your life, he'll want to come and take it. And so you do have something valuable. Remember, we were talking about things that were valuable, that God saw as us as valuable. Um, so I'm not going to go bothering you to break down the um, what you already know. Um, it comes to seeking, the spirit comes seeking to devour, to take, to eat it up, to, you know, um, not make it valuable anymore. All right, so just understand that because you are valuable, the enemy is attacking you sometimes. Have you ever had anxiety? Have you had depression, fear? And you're like, where is this coming from? All of a sudden, I've been getting attacked with all these things. And these are signs that the enemy is trying to hack into your life. What do we do to safeguard our, our spiritual and physical houses from a thief? In our physical homes, we set up an alarm, right? In our spiritual um, homes, we set up alarms too. We set up the alarms of reading God's word, being watchful. First um, Peter 5, 8 through 9, and I'll look it up right now. Let's see. I have it here. First Peter. No, I don't. Let's see, First Peter 5, 8 through 9, it says, 
Be alert. Oh, that's the one that I read. Be alert and sober-minded. The enemy seeks as a roaring lion. Okay, so that's one of the things. But how do you do that? By reading God's word. God will alert you to what's coming. There, the alarms will alert you when there's been a thief that's come in or has, is getting near to the house. You'll have cameras on the outside watching to make sure that whoever's getting close to the house to alert you with enough time so that you know, hey, wait a minute, this person's not supposed to be here. So God's word will alert you. Hey, be alert. Be vigilant. There's something coming your way, and he'll let you know through your spirit. Know your enemy um, is real. Know who your enemy really is. A lot of people don't know who their enemy is. And so it says in Ephesians 6, let's see, I'm trying to go back and forth with my phone. That's why I'm being a little uh, delayed in this. Um, Okay. Um, It talks about um, that our eight and eight and nine, knowing what whatsoever good things a man does. No, that's not it. It talks about, no, wait, give me a minute. This is really difficult. I don't have a computer, um, and so it's a little bit harder for me to go back and forth on the phone. Um, But Ephesians 6 talks about that we wrestle not. This is in verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the dark of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. So it says here, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood against people. This is the spirit realm that that we have to be vigilant of. And so understand there's different kinds of safety that we need to put in place. The word, meditating, meditation on the word, the blood of Jesus covering us, putting on the full armor of God, you have to be watchful and in place. And when we have alarm systems, we need passwords, right, so the enemy doesn't get in. We need to lock our doors, right, in order for the enemy not to get in. But if you leave a door open, then the enemy will come in and and have at it. And so many believers don't realize they have some open doors for the enemy, through their, the way that they're living their lives, the things that they're doing that is giving them an open door for the enemy to, to come in and to destroy them. We don't do that. We need to pay attention. I, I was on this one app um, of, of a neighborhood app where the neighbors were letting everybody know, hey, make sure you close your doors because there's people going around going and checking late at night to see if there's an open door to get in your homes while you're sleeping. And sometimes people forget. And so we we need to make sure that we secure our cars. Many of the thieves that have stolen um, things inside people's cars were because they were left unlocked. And so I'm giving you physical things to think about, but also how that pertains to your spirit realm. You got to lock the door on the enemy. Passwords like keeping your life clean, that's a password to keep the enemy out so the enemy can't accuse you before the courts of heaven when you're doing something wrong. Lead a clean life. 
You don't lead a clean life. You leave the door open. Reading the word to be updated with the latest updates against the antivirus uh, of the works of the enemy. <laughs> okay? So if you're not reading constantly, don't we have updates on our phone? Don't we have updates on our devices? Don't we? But if you don't update those apps, even through those apps, the enemy can have an open door and get into your devices. You have to keep everything updated. You don't read a week ago and then not know anything about the word of God, not not read about him, not not allow him to speak to you through his word in a week or two days or three days. You do it daily because there could be an update. There could be an update to the antivirus that will keep the enemy out. <laughs> okay? Not living, doing your own thing. But what God says, don't you know the enemy's watching? He's watching you to see when you slip up. Why? Because that's an open door for him to come in and curse you and do all kinds of things to you. An open door for the enemy to attack your health. Are you eating right? Are you taking care of yourself? Or are you constantly thinking that because you're going through stuff? Well, and I'm guilty of that. When I've gone through stuff, you know, comfort food. <laughs> and that's not good. Instead of drinking water, we're drinking other things besides water. Instead of eating healthy foods, we're eating what's cheaper. But sometimes you pay the price later on. So are you leaving an open door for the enemy to attack your health, your finances? Are you um, uh, a good steward of your finances? Your possessions, the enemy will try to steal your your things, your cars, your homes, your your uh, accounts through hacking, um, through going through the Walmart, you know, watch and protect your cards. Don't allow the cameras to see the numbers on your card because they can see it. And there's employees that will do crazy stuff. But as you study God, will give you a check. Uh, the enemy won't be able to as you keep those antiviruses updated, reading the word, changing those passwords that allow the enemy not to be able to figure out what God is doing in your life, like praying in tongues. That's changing the password. <laughs> Amen. Uh, praying in tongues, hashtag uh, reading God's word. Meditating on God's word, not getting into quarrels with others. Do you know that you're foolish if you get into quarrels with others? Not getting into relationships that aren't pleasing to God. That's another open door right there. Antivirus is putting on the full armor of God. In Ephesians 6, again, it talks about you need to put on the full armor of God, verses 11 through 16. Okay, so you understand now how to keep the enemy out. Let's look at another aspect of this monitoring spirit. Do you know people can um, be used as a monitoring spirit? Do you know that? That other people can be used as a monitoring spirit? I was shocked to find out. Um, a monitoring spirit let you know um, it's, it's like a familiar spirit. It, it, it knows you because it's been around watching you for a long time. 
it's in family bloodlines. It knows the great, 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 great grandfather and the great grandmother, the great uncle that sinned. And so they know there is an open door the rest of the family's life. But if we don't know how to fight, then the enemy is already in. And you're wondering, well, why is this going? Why is that going? It may be that you're doing the right thing, that you're you're trying to get close to God, but the enemy doesn't want. He's going to throw a lot of things at you to sidetrack you, to keep you from doing what it is that God wants you to do. But it all starts with those monitoring spirits. And people that are not walking with God, that are carnal, are used by the, the, the same spirit to monitor. And they grab attention. They grab uh, information about you, about your family, about your children, about your business, your ministry, to come and, and, and to set plans against you strategize against you, then they'll use those people that know, they think they know everything about you. And um, those are false prophets. Um, they, they get close to the person and it ends up being a diviner spirit. It's a divination. The, um, that person that says that they are a prophet or whatever um, they're really actually operating in divination because they're not walking with God. They're just picking up what that spirit, that monitoring spirit may be informing them um, about. These are people that say they're believers, but they're not born again. These people watch you. The enemy operates in them. And because they are linked to that kingdom of darkness, they gain information about you. So Ephesians, uh, I'm sorry, James 4, 1, 6 says, what causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? You desire and do not have, so you murder? That, that, that's what that spirit of uh, monitoring spirit does with that person. They murder, they may not murder the person physically, but they murder their character. They talk about them in a bad way. They covet. You covet and cannot obtain. So you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your, your passions. You adulterous people. Do you not know that friendship with the world is anonymity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. So the people that allow themselves to be operating in that spirit, monitoring spirit, they'll come in your life to check. Even on PZN, they come around. They're not coming to take from God. They're coming to see what's wrong so that they can criticize and they can correct because they're it. And they come to tear down. They don't come to lift and build up. And we have to be careful about that. Um, some of these people disguise themselves as being your brothers, your sisters, your friends. Family members can be like that too. They could be a daughter, a son, a father, a mother. They they can be used by the enemy. And um, it's like these false websites pretending to be real 
the real deal. And later on, you find out that you were scammed, pretending to be they were they're pretending to be that website, and you thought because they were, um, you put your information in, and guess what? Then you get robbed because you they pretended to be who they're not. So the same way that these uh, websites in the natural they they uh, form identical sometimes identical um, websites and it could be some uh, it could be a scammer so we have to be vigilant to be careful to see when we're warned on when we're on our phones or on um, an, a, a device of some kind that when it alerts you that you know this this website is not safe and but you go but wait hey wait a minute but that this is the website that I come to it could be your bank they're imitating the scammers are already imitating websites of banks um, logins and they get your information. There's scammers that will put things over um, the little keyboard um, in the stores where you put your um, card in. They have a covering over that and they steal that information from from people. And then they come another day and they just take it and they got all your information. So the scammer gets creative, people. The enemy gets creative. That's why it's important for you to stay up to date so you can hear the voice of God and be discerning. And if you're not, allow yourself to be trained by the Holy Spirit to discern more, to know, to hear his voice. You're going to need this as the days get darker. If you don't know how to discern now, it's going to be hard for you later on. Teach your children, teach your grandchildren to learn to hear the voice of God. Truly, truly um, help them to grow. Um, people, be careful who you share your life with, who you share with who, who, your your information, your things, your life, who you get involved with, your friendships, your relationships. And I'm not saying to be afraid of everything, but if you are building on God, He's not going to let you fail. He's going to help you. He's going to help you grow and discern, hey, wait a minute. He's going to give you a check in your spirit. Are there some there's some people that are being used as these monitoring spirits to come into your life to to pull you away from God. And um they take they take that information and they're used later on to hurt you and it's because they're not from God. They slowly take your information down to find a flaw in you, like some that come into PGN. <laughs> they don't come listening to learn. They come to find faults. They come to find something they feel is wrong to expose you. But what they don't understand is that they're being used to expose those that belong to God. And, oh, be careful. Be real careful. And I'm just giving you a warning. You know who you are. Let me give you an example in the physical realm. There are some devices that they sell, and they call them air tags, right? And it's like a little round metal device that people use to put into their um, pockets, into their backpacks, uh, uh, attached to cars or, or their radio or their their bicycles, and they place it so if somebody steals their property, it'll let them know where that thing is. But the company made this that made this also did something that 
is is something to avoid um, people um, using this for malicious purposes, just like the enemy. And they have inside that little metal air tag, it has like a little thing that'll make a noise, like a rattling noise. And um, it'll let the person know whoever stole the bag or whatever they stole, they'll let the person's phone know that they have a tag near them. So it alerts the, the thief which I don't know if it's a good thing or, you know, or a bad thing, but it alerts. And what they can do is take that tag and throw it out and continue with their um, stealing, their robbery. So um, they got to figure that one out. But that's so much like the enemy. I mean, the enemy, he'll figure out what to do to steal from you. He watches, he watches and waits. And so this uh, air tag um, alerts the the thief that, and that's a built-in feature that lets the person being monitored know that they have this device, and it'll come through through the phone, letting that person carry the device, and then the other person, unless they do something or, or quickly find where that device is, they'll they'll lose what they have, and so then, um, but the thing is. If the person carrying the device knows that they are being watched, then they're going to be reported when the, the authorities find out where that tag is. And if they find it on the thief, the thing is that the authorities will come and arrest that person. So the thief, when he is found out, he's going to be arrested. The person that's operating in this monitoring spirit, you're going to be arrested either through the law or through through God. And uh, the same thing goes, those intruding into your life, they're going to be used by that spirit, uh, whether they're a hacker, a spammer, people accusing you, lying about you, know this, be warned that you're doing this because uh, from this point on, from today on, that you don't have any excuses because you're being warned that you're doing something wrong and that you're going to get arrested, whether physically or spiritually. When you seek and serve God, the enemy cannot overwit you. And in the word of God in Second Corinthians 2, um, I believe 11 or 1, I don't know, I wrote something there, 11, so that we would not be outwitted by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his designs. We're not ignorant if we're seeking God, but we, we can be ignorant if we are not seeking God. And then the enemy can outwit you. So don't be, don't be outwitted by the enemy. God says, Luke 10, 19, Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. God gives us the authority, but we have to be in right standing with him. We have to be listening. We have to be walking with God to hear the instructions. A soldier that's doing this, his own thing, if he's not listening at the time of training, he's going to be in big trouble when he's out at war. You know, the prophets sometimes confirm other times they warn. 
Other times, they decree judgment. The prophet has many aspects. The prophet, the prophetic has many aspects to it. It's like um, they're watchers. They're like a camera in a home. <laughs> okay, so next time you see a camera, you think of a um, of a prophet. God uses them as his eyes. They're seers, right? They move where the owner wants them to be focused. That camera wants, the owner wants that camera to look over there. Well, that camera has to move over there and look. So does that camera see the whole picture? No, it only sees part of the picture. So does the prophetic see the whole picture? He sees in part, and that's what the word of God says. They see in part. They see only what God wants them to focus on. They're God's instrument. They're like God's security system in your house. You are the house. Okay, so let's look at something that the monitoring spirit does. Um, Have you noticed that some people have challenges, long challenges, constant challenges? It's almost like... When they entered the season, it's like really weird. It's like one thing behind the other, and they go through the same thing over and over again. Monitoring spirits, problems that don't go away. Monitoring spirits, depressed, anxious, thinking you're you you're you're not progressing. That you're always in a setback. Monitoring spirits, that you're failing. You're a failure. You're you have roadblocks. You're discouraged. You struggle. You have negative negative thoughts about yourself, and your emotions go wacky. Maybe it's a monitoring spirit. Yeah, watching you and strategizing against you. Are you isolated and in discord with with other people in in your relationships, your family, your friends? There's division. Mm, could be monitoring spirits. Do you feel like you're not making progress in your walk with God? Mm, it sounds like it may be a, a monitoring spirit. Look what God says, Second Timothy 1.7, For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Don't fear. Know that you need to listen be led by God, and God will give you the strategies to overcome. I was um, studying all this, and I tell you, it was an eye-opener for, for me because I understand now where I have to pray, how I have to pray, how I have to um, strategize differently. I never thought it could have been something like that. I was like, wow. So that could be the problem to this or the problem to that person's issue. I was like, wow, this is an eye-opener. God will lead you, and his armor will protect you. You can stand strong against the enemy. But just like a soldier, if he doesn't take his his armor on, he's clobbered. Okay, so we've covered that prayer is important. Getting in the word is important. Getting help from the godly is important because the word of God says in the midst of uh, many advisors, you get have victory. So those are godly advisors. Break those spirits off. Blind those spirits of, of monitoring. Blind them because they're watching. 
So we, we, we blind them in, in warfare and blind their eyes so that they can't see, blind their plan so that they can't be able to take it back to the kingdom of darkness. God, asking God to, as you're reading his word to give you wisdom on every matter, spending time in the secret place. This is where you learn to be led by God, hearing him, being led by him, under, gaining understanding so you know how to um, strategize in the fight. Know how to pray the right words in your, in your time of, of prayer. Some things require prayer and fasting. Not for God to move, but for you to understand, for you to receive, to hear God better. Know that monitoring spirits not only come through people, they can be used by animals. I remember a pastor from Africa. He was my pastor, Ben, Pastor Ben, and uh, he was from Nigeria. And he would tell us about how the animals in Africa will be used to bring curses. And they would, be, they would always hang around. Cats could, would come around and watch birds. And I saw it with my own eyes when I was in his ministry. These things, crazy things happen. And um, they they also come through dreams. These monitoring spirits can come through dreams, objects. Uh, I know, or I knew a lady, I don't know if she's alive anymore, uh, a lady that had many, many Chinese statues. And I think I've talked to, about this before in her home. And she would buy them and, um, from Amazon and put them she's, because she loved all that uh, Oriental stuff. And so she had soldiers. She had um, statues of animals. And I went one day to pick her up to take her to the doctors. Um, and I saw all these statues in, in her house in her shelves up high in different areas. And I sat waiting for her. I had, I had already told her look, this is not of God. You need to get rid, rid of all of this. And she was always sick. So I sat there waiting for her. I had told her to get those things out. Um, but she said no, because they cost her a lot of money, and she refused to listen. So I sat at a chair. Then I got up and placed that my keys, my car keys, on the table next to that chair. Um and and I was walking towards her room to let her know that, you know, she was needed to hurry up when I heard something in the living room where I had left my, uh, my keys on the table. The keys were on the floor. They were on the floor. And I was like, I know I put those keys on the table. The enemy was mad. There were monitoring spirits in that room. The next day, my friend Daniel um, called me. Um, we were, you know, we've been friends for a long time. And he says, you know, um, I had a dream about you. It was real weird. And it was like I was fighting for you there. Um, the dream was that um, he, he saw three dogs, big dogs with big heads. Um, one was black, brown, and I think the other one was gray. And he says that... Um, he was protecting me from these big dogs. And um, I knew in the spirit right away what he was talking about. And I said, um, did they look like this? And I looked for a picture, Chinese dogs that she had, and I sent it to him. 
And he says, yes, that's exactly what I saw. But they were big and they were coming out after you. And so um, I knew that I had to break ties with this lady because she was refusing to listen. She didn't want to listen. Those are monitoring spirits. The enemy does not like it when you expose him. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, she continued getting sick and sicker and sicker. These spirits had her sick. She was inviting idols into her home. But since then, I uh, I just got out, and uh, I never uh, continued my relationship with her. I felt like God was saying, you need to get away. Um, sometimes God will tell us, you know, help this person, help this person, but you don't ever want God to say, get away from that person and you be that person. Don't give the enemy room in your house. Shut the door. Let's shut the door tonight. But remember, you have your part too. Be obedient when God brings something to your attention. Remember that. Be obedient. Father, we love you. We thank you. We praise you. We give you all the glory for what you are exposing tonight. First of all, we ask you, to forgive us, forgive us uh, for anything that we might have done in the past, in the present, that may have opened the door to those monitoring spirits in our lives, to allow them to um, take information in the kingdom of darkness to be able to attack us later on. I ask that you send your angels with this sword to cut the things from the root and remove those things, anything that these monitoring spirits have planted, any strategies, any demonic uh, strategies, animals, people, spirits um, that will come to monitor, to watch, uh, and to report back to the kingdom of darkness. Father, in the name of Jesus, you have given us power and authority to tread upon snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. I pray and command the destruction of every object in the spirit and the physical realm that is evil and working to watch us, to watch our lives, to to watch our prayer lives, to watch the relationships that we have, the careers, the businesses, our jobs, our children, our finances, come and try to steal from us. Lord, anything that may be an object, that may be an open door, show your people what it is that they may have ignorantly allowed an open door. I pray the eyes of these monitoring spirits be blind and made useless and any communications be severed in Jesus' name. I decree and declare that anything and every form of monitoring spirit be destroyed in our family life, in our marriages, in our careers, business, ministries, anything, Lord, that that they may not remember anything, that they may not, that they may be totally destroyed in Jesus' name. Father, let the enemy's ears and eyes and any form of help be severed in Jesus' name. Be severed in Jesus' name. Show each person anything in their homes, both spiritual and physical, that may be linked to those monitoring spirits, giving them access to the things I mentioned. 
I pray for protection around our children, our jobs, our business, our ministries, our careers. I pray that you block those spirits from having access to to these uh, things mentioned. I plead the blood of Jesus to set free our children, our jobs, our businesses, our careers, our ministries from anything in our lives in our blood, with the blood of Jesus, anything that may be in our blood. And we thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus that breaks all that, that gives us the DNA of God that will not allow these things to be attracted and, and to attack us, Father God. Lord, thank you for your protection. Thank you, Lord, for the blood. Thank you, Lord, because it is like fire that burns these spirits out, just like a hidden snake. When it's lit, the fire is lit, it exposes where the snake is and it burns it out. So I pray you burn it out in Jesus' name, out, out of our lives, out of our our families, our marriages, our finances, our relationships, our businesses, our, our ministries, out in the name of Jesus. Look at everything God does for you. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. So, thank you, Lord. Oh, I felt that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Out in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, you got to watch. Watch and pray. Watch and pray um, in Jesus' name. All right, I'm going to take some calls tonight. Um, I'm sorry it took a little longer than normal, but I felt like I needed to get these this message out. And uh, give me one moment here so I can see who's going to be next. And I'll get to you. Make sure you dial one on your keypad so that way it'll let you in to the queue. Um, let's see. All right. My first caller will be 404 Five three, your name and where you're from. Hi, Carmen. This is Madeline from Georgia. Madeline. All right. Okay. Give me a minute. Thank you, Lord. Ipa vasonda la makara vasonda roro kori dianda la makiri dianda roro koyara vasonda la makai. Ira vasota na makiri dianda roro kai. The Lord is going to be. Um, I'm putting the light on things that you need to be looking at, and uh, you're going to know. If you're not already knowing, you're going to know. He's going to be showing you, putting his light on certain things so that you can look at it and take a better look at it. You know how when you take a flashlight and you put the light on it, you can see exactly what's there. And so what's there is what you need to pray about, is what God wants you to to deal with, not to speak about it, but to pray about it. And that's the strategy God has for you, not to speak about it. Because sometimes we'll say, and we, we want to expose it, but sometimes God has ways of strategizing on how to do things. Sometimes, you know, it's best not to say anything. Uh, like a soldier when he's in war, he knows where the enemy is. He knows, and they've seen where the where they are because they have um, 
technology that can um, see in the dark, right? And so, um, like with night vision gurgles, right? And they can see exactly where the enemy is. And so that's what God is doing for you. He's um, exposing the enemy. And you're going to pray. Um, take it in uh, re realizing that it's not against flesh and blood, but it's against the enemy. And so God is going to give you the strategies in prayer on how to deal with that. In Jesus' name. And sometimes we want to, uh, our flesh wants to open our mouths to say things. And God doesn't want us just to expose it. Sometimes just all God wants is to, for us to walk in love and to um, just put the boundaries and not allow those boundaries to be crossed but not to, to expose in an ugly way. Um, God wants us to, you know, pray. Amen. 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 Hey, Madeline, how are you? I'm good, and that is so on point, and I received that in the name of Jesus. Um, he has been showing me things, and um, that was my prayer, is just, no, don't. No, you would tell the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost would say, no, don't don't say anything because that's the pride of it is that you want to fight back in the natural, but no. And this is so good because that's, um, he's instructed me to do some things. And uh, I received that, Carmen, that is just so on point for tonight. And the message was so on point of what's going on now is it, we're actually in warfare and we have to be the fight and not to say, oh, I don't fight. I'll just pray. And No, we need to open our mouths in prayer and declare mm -hmm. and uh, pull down those strongholds and let the light. So um, when you were saying about um, the light, like a flashlight you could see in the dark, you know, like in that infrared light, I think, you know, what you can see. Um, mm -hmm. I experienced that once, and um, God was letting me know what that was. So I thank you for the word tonight. It, it, it was definitely on point, and uh, I receive it all. I received it all. Yeah. I want to tell you, as yeah. you were talking, um, there's somebody that's going to receive deliverance um, in your family. I see that. Yeah. I'm sensing that. Um, yeah. and it's going to come out in Jesus' name. It's going to come out what they're, whatever it is that they're needing deliverance for. Yeah. That's what I'm sensing. Amen. That's true, too. That was my grandson. He's 17 years old. He's a twin, and he's oh. been dealing with um, anger and the spirit. And matter of fact, he wasn't feeling well, but he's been searching the word. And But I've been praying because his dad and his dad's dad is God was showing me that the men, the seeds, they need to rise up that know the Lord to read and explain 
the word to their children and not let them on the media because it is destroying them. And like you said earlier about knowing who Jesus is. And so this young man, um, he heard the voice of the Lord call him and said, you're in trouble. You know, you you need to come out from the friends, man. So he's been seeking and um, he's talking about the anger that he has. And so I talked to him today. I was with both of the grandsons, and one is three and one is 17, and they're both mm-hmm. having this issue that they need to be free from that spirit of anger. And um, mm-hmm. things are going on because my three-year-old was talking about um, Halloween, and I was warring against the family members that uh, is, and the TVs and stuff like that when they're alone, uh, accepting this deception. And so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have more to contend with now than before. Um, just oh, this yeah. past week, I, I watch what I, you know, I'm really careful what I watch. And yeah. sometimes I, I'm an adult, I know that, but sometimes I like to watch yeah. animals and the funny little things that they do. So I was watching this monkey yeah. and this man from Vietnam and he Mm -hmm. has this monkey and the monkey does cute things but the lawyer was saying stop watching this and I'm like but why there's nothing wrong with it and she goes I'm going to show you I'm going to show you and then all of a sudden I'm seeing this uh, the living room where the monkey is going and in that living room there's a frog statue and it's that they're Muslim and they have all these different kinds of statues of different things sort of like yeah. like those Chinese do. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I understand now. And so I stopped, you know, I'll see it, like, you know, and I won't go there, but I was like, oh, my God, even that, you know, you can open yourself up. Yeah. And I was like, you're inviting that, like, if you're there in their living room. <laughs> yeah. And people don't understand you're. You're going to be affected by it. So you got to rebuke that you're leaving an open door for the enemy to come in and and to do stuff in your home. And so we got to be really vigilant and and, um, paying attention. And I'm like, just a simple thing like that. I mean, who would have thought? And I was like, I mean, another person will think, you know, well, that's dumb. Well, okay, you keep on doing what you're doing and you'll find out. <laughs> you'll find out. Then you'll I like out. that, Karma. I like that because the Lord is all knowing in the Holy Spirit. Because I was watching something, and if you notice that the Lord began to take these little entertainment things, you know, like the old movies or the young or whatever, but what He allowed not let us do. He'll just show you, you know, anything that's more than him, more than because he's all knowing. And he's not withholding any good from us. He just knows the transferring of spirits of things that that you're not aware of. And I love him for that because I used to look a lot at the little black and white movies, dancing this and that. And the Lord has to say, I'm going to show you something. <laughs> and so even though that they're 
wasn't the but uh um the cursing and the you know, the loud and this all of it was and it was sneakiness, it was spying, it was lust, it was murder. It had your mind but it, it still had its plot. And mm-hmm. so I go, Wow. So he said, Don't desire to be richer like them and whatever. They're poor, wretched and without him. So and and more. So I love when the Lord is speaking, the Holy Spirit is speaking and teaching you and showing you when you use time in his word and and mm-hmm. and talk to him. He wants to be with us and and to show us and then he does encourage us for the faith and the strength to grow in him to bear good fruit and that others can see his light as the work you do and glorify him because we need to see um, the things in our lives are game changers. We're game changers to people's lives. And so mm-hmm. um, I, I'm so glad you said that. And then you said it about that's my grandson, and he's he's been struggling. In, and uh, I have a granddaughter that, bless her little heart, at night she gets her little um, prayer Bible that I gave her years ago. And I was wondering, so what are you doing? And she was reading the word before she went to sleep. And Mm. so they have, they need this. We, we need to, like you say, tell them and experience and, and that they can understand, um, what's what, because we're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We might get, put aside, but that's okay, as long as the work is getting done, and the heart of God is is pleased, you know, with what we're doing, but tonight, again, was an awesome teaching, and so on point, I like that, that's great, and um, I'll I'm glad it. you mentioned about uh, the topic about Halloween, and I just realized we're going to enter, tomorrow is October <laughs> already. Um, yeah. Halloween on the 31st and um, we got to understand um, that this is not uh, something to take lightly that Halloween did of you know taking kids trick or treating dressing them up that has, yeah. that has bad yeah. consequences and yeah. um, then yeah. we wonder the people wonder why their kids are having all these problems later on. Uh, what are you doing? What yeah. are you teaching your children? You're opening them, giving a wide door open to attack yeah. them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can't fool around with that. We can't fool around with you, Halloween. Uh-uh. Do you have anything that's going in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen some things where um, I had someone that was church and um they got so angry with with my with me when my kids was coming up they got so angry because an older woman said um about christmas and said about halloween da, 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 da. and so my kids told them said you don't know that's not real that's not true that's not what God wants, and that woman got so angry with me, mm-hmm. and I know this family and friends and 
and and you got them locked down. Now, my grandchildren, we talk about the thing. We are to encourage one another, but lift the name of Jesus up. He, God did all the work that he sent his son to buy us mm-hmm. back a ransom that no person yeah. was able to pay for. They came close to it, but nobody was going to take God's glory. And so I want my grandchildren uh, to know these things and intercede and pray. But um, but that 17-year-old, yeah, so his name is Derek, Derek Michael, and okay. uh, just, and Melina, and all the grandchildren of mine. I have nine of them, but um, we do the ministry and stuff, so the attack would try to come, but he was really having a time. And he said when he started to walk to my house from his dad's house, he said he was able to clear his head, and he said God was talking to him. And I said, oh, that's good. Yeah. Wow. So let's pray for them. Father, in the name yes. of Jesus, we lift up Derek, yes. Alina, and all of Madeline's grandchildren, Lord. Let me meet you for a minute because it's just uh, going back. Uh, we just thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for these grandchildren, Father God. I just pray, Father God, that you just give uh, Madeline strategies, strategies in, in her prayer time to pray for each and every one of them. We plead the blood of Jesus over these children. We pray that you set them free, Father God. We pray, Father God, that you would just have your angels round about them, watching over them, protecting them, even from from um, things that they don't even understand that are attacking them, Father God, um, for the the attacks of anxiety, of depression. We bind that uh, off of these kids in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for that. We thank you, Lord, because you have a purpose and a plan for these kids. The enemy wouldn't be bothering if there was no reason for it. So we thank you, Lord, let deliverance take place, not only in Derek, but in all the other grandchildren as well, in Jesus' name. Lord, and I pray for those that have grandchildren on the line, that you also set them free. We plead the blood of Jesus over them, Father God. Tear down those things that are separating them from their parents, from their children, from their their uh, walk with you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father God, for parents um, indoctrinating their children in the things of, of the occult and uh, Halloween and things like that. I pray, Father God, that you put a Holy Ghost conviction in their hearts to not do this anymore. Father God, in the name of Jesus, because your word says to train up a child in the way they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. Sometimes it's hard, Father God. Sometimes it's hard to stand up for what's uh, wrong, what you see that is wrong. But, Father, in the name of Jesus, prayer can conquer it all. And so, Father God, we just pray for those strategies to know when to say things, when not to say things. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You know, I, I really strongly believe God is doing something in this. I could sense it even in my belly. That God is doing something. Yes. And I don't know if there's somebody that's listening on the call 
tonight that they're getting revelation of this and understanding that this is serious. This yeah. is serious. So yes. we pray for the hearers, and we thank you, Father God, for my sister. Father God, for her boldness to speak the truth. Bless her for that in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So, amen. 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 Um, I'll be listening. Amen. Sister, thank you. you go, have you heard of that topic before of monitoring spirits? No, but it bear witness in my spirit because I didn't know what that was. It was like, I'm going to tell you how I've seen it, like an AI with a spiritual one. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. I, I've been sick, and I've, oh, it's been a lot. Uh, it's been a lot lately, but yes, yes. And they do want you, they get close and they do want you to talk, and but you got to listen and got to see. But yes, that was Mm, that's on point. Uh, I didn't know what, how it was, but I was kind of like, can't somebody see that, that you're being watched and watched? And in in there more um, information asking you, and we're, we're not watching the praying, and we just go, blah, 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 blah. And the Lord, blah, 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 uh-huh. And then things are stopped or held up or not, and you go like, Wait a minute. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. And and yeah, uh, they're taking notes. Yeah. They, yes. Every bit. I was. I. <laughs> I was looking and I go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh uh-uh, uh. It's not in the fighting. It's observing and praying, and more um, prayer without cease and. They're getting more bolder with their AI stuff. Um, You see um, in the football game, they have AIs that look like humans uh, looking around and watching the game and all that. They're they're beginning to try to get us to get familiar with it. Yes, yes, yes. And that's how the Lord was telling me a while back is that the enemy just don't jump in and go, boo. I got you. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. tapestry. One little string makes the cloth weak. One string removed, then another one. And um, so what we're, like you say, it's like uh, we're not knowing because it's, it's entertaining, but the word of God is boring, even to the point of, People, we're speaking the truth, but you only get in a teaspoon of it. We should hunger and thirst for his righteousness um, of what to listen to his voice and watching and worshiping and praising him. And even in the things that are going through, we still have the joy of the Lord and not saying, mm-hmm. well, God wasn't there and or making excuses for our slothfulness and weakness of of not being warriors and standing and praying and fighting and fasting often and and uh yeah it is pre- pre- preparation that's what he was saying 
prepare yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, prepare. We're saying, oh, he's coming and we're going, but you haven't prepared yourself at all for anything. You haven't changed the mind. You haven't seen the direction, you know, we got to pay attention. And I'm so glad you said it because I looked and I said, it ain't coming, it's growing. It things overtaking that. It's already. Yeah, it is. Um, it really is. This fit with the AI. I recommend that if anybody's on any platform on social media to look at your preferences, your manage managing your preferences, and take a good mm-hmm. look at that because many people don't realize that they're leaving their device is open and so when they add that to their phones there it's an avenue a back door for the enemy to come in and get into your phone and get into your devices your computers um, even on your smart tvs um that and and have the proper settings they won't tell you that it's there they're not going to set it for you uh, as safe you have to do it Oh, wow. Thank you. Through the years, I've been doing things like that, but there's newer things that come up, and you like, that's why it's important to read the word. God will will show you certain things, and he'll use even the prophetic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're praying, you know, like this is what Mm -hmm. happens with me when I come to PGN. Um, I'll be praying about something. And then mm-hmm. I'll get a word from Papa Randy or whatever, and then I'll mm-hmm. sort it out, I'll pray about it, and then I realize, oh, my God, this is the answer to my prayer of what <laughs> I've been praying, and God gave me the answer to it, and it may be just one word, bam, that yeah. hits me in my spirit, <laughs> but it's up to me to search it out and find out, okay, okay, yeah, I see that there's a part here. What is it that you're saying? And it's been all along what I've been talking with him about, and it'll be you know, God opening my eyes to that. And so we have to be, you know, not always, it's not always going to be that way. The prophetic can be, you know, in so many different um, ways, you know, it could be something for the future. It could be something, um, a correction. It could be, you know, (laughs) the question of judgment. Uh, It could be so many things, you know, but I, I do warn that there, if there is somebody online that is, uh, that, I sense that they come in and they're trying to take and then they just want to speak, you know, for the enemy. And be careful Mm -hmm. because you're opening yourself to be arrested. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Arrested. You know, there's there's the arrest in the, and there's the arrest in the natural too. But, you know, just like when people are caught, thief is caught, they have Mm -hmm. to pay back. Right, and so this you're is a telling warning. the truth. You're telling the truth. I heard warning. that in the spirit. That even the Lord will warn me. Say, uh-uh, I didn't give you that license. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. that is that's that's the truth. Because now you're treading on thin grounds because you get into the knowledge of the pride and self and confusion all mm-hmm. in there to confuse because it'll trip up others. Just pray. You know, you want the heart of God to the heart of God's people because we're uniquely made, but we're a body. And when the body come together, it function according to what God made it to be. 
and we don't be afraid of the looks on their faces or what they say behind the back. It, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a move now in the spirit of God's business. So be about his business and not busy. Exactly. Uh-huh. You know, because you know, the enemy loves to use the elect or someone that's, you know, have a gifting and 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 interject the wrong thing. So we have to exercise our faith and do what he called because I heard the Lord clearly was telling me. And when you were talking about dreams and this and that, when we read our word and he gives a dream or he gives a a word of prophetic he's going to give it to you it's like bursting with understanding like wow that's what you meant okay Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. because I had a dream that my husband and I were together and he was driving I think I spoke it before he driving in the car real fast we were going somewhere but a dark road but we had two lights on you know in the car uh, going down the road, and after a while, someone stepped out, and I sensed someone was there that stepped out of the uh, the dark road, under the high grass, you know. And I was uh-huh. telling my husband slow down, and I thought he was a homeless person or someone was hungry or needed or money, and I was looking to see what I can give, and he stepped out, but and then he. Then he, I told my husband, slow down. I said, there's a man there. I said, don't go any further. And and then I was looking at him, and um, I saw he had a lantern like in his hand, a light. But behind it was like emerald, like a green. Like, but at the same time, it was dark, and I go like, what can I give? What, what shall we do? How will we help? And... He raised his right hand like, don't come. In the spirit, he was saying, don't come any closer, not one inch closer. And then mm. the night became bright day. And as he raised his right hand, I was able to look over out of the window on my side, the passenger side, and there was a drop off. It was so deep. You know, and he was letting me see that my husband driving fast and not knowing where, but caution. But then later, I told my husband back, back, and we back, back slowly. And next thing we know, we were back on the street with people and going away. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I screamed, he's black, he's black. And I was able to, but the scripture came when when God talks about he, he lifted his right hand of his righteousness. And mm-hmm. and the word came to me, and I said, God, I thank you for upholding me in your right hand and your righteousness. And um, so these things attack. We need to write the dreams. We need to keep along. What is God re- um, conveying to us that we may mm-hmm. be His His people to be in the places we need to be and not worry about our lives and not worry about what's what. He promises he's going to take care of us and our loved ones. 
But for all those on his side, come on that side. Those that not, you know, stay on that side. But he will not have us in the middle. We will not straddle the fence. So I, I'm I'm listening carefully that God is alerting us. Then after alert, then there'll be a warning, and then it'll happen. So and he'll we need show to pay you attention. If that- if if you're feeling uneasy and 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 if that's yeah. something to be concerned about, or maybe it's your own feelings, like like a situation that yeah. I was going through, and I didn't want to do something, and I was dreading yeah. having to do this, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> I didn't want to, but then with, when the prophetic word came in, it gave me clarity that I was supposed to do this, that it was of the Lord, that there was something right. that was I out of this. And so we don't, you know, it could go another way too, you know, showing us, no, this is, you may feel this way. You may feel like you dread this, but there is a good purpose for this because you're going to be blessed by this. Oh, I love when you it. Do it. I love and so, That's good. You know, yeah. So mm. we got to be careful that we, we don't confuse our emotions with yeah. what we're sent sometimes sensing with God, we really do need to have him show us all the way. And so that mm. kind of gave me freedom and I was like, Okay, okay. I mean, although in my mind I'm over here thinking it's gonna be this way <laughs> and it's gonna hurt <laughs> And I don't yeah, wanna no. do this. But God has a way of even, you know, comforting us in the prophetic to let us know that I got you. I'm here with you. You know, so it's not only assuming, you know, evil things happening and this and that. No. Yeah. Those are (laughs) examples. So whoever's listening that, you know, oh, it's got, you know, it's always, no, no, no. Everything you presented to the Lord and he'll guide you. He'll show you. You know, whether it's this is you or whether you have to do this or not do this or maybe, you know, because we can fool ourselves and we think, oh, no, well, if I'm dreading this, then it's not for me to do it. No. So I want yeah. you to do it. I you know, know and that he's good. with you. He's going to take you by the mm-hmm. hand to get you through that. And it's going to be for good. You I know, with it. our father, That's when awesome. he's holding our hand, we can make it. We can make it. So, um yeah, um, we have to be real careful in these days and, you know, um, even the things that we have in our homes, in our natural, in our physical homes yes. and in our spiritual homes, yes. we have to set security alarms. <laughs> so when the enemy, oh, I'm sorry, I got to take up. Um, so when the enemy comes, that he doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. take something from you that he's not supposed to. Amen. Amen. I love it. Yes, it's so on point, and because he's 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 watching. I had a similar experience like you did. I was trying to tell a lady. I was drawn to see these uh, jars over her counter, up on high up on her shelf in her kitchen, and uh-huh. I just asked. I said, "What is it? What? Where did you get that?" And she says, oh, my friend gave it to me long ago, and da-da-da. And I said, well, you mind if I share with you? The Lord wants you to get rid of it. And she said, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I know, but da-da-da. And 
come to find come to find out it wasn't good. It was from uh the dark side. But she wasn't Ooh. willing to get rid of it. But when I spent the night there was a book hidden in the room that I slept in and I didn't know the Holy Spirit just told me to take it out and I was trying to oh. give it to her uh, but they were so busy talking to the other guests in there I just laid it in <laughs> laid it in her room and uh, I just said she'll get it I didn't know but God I slapped like a baby but the the witches the things the conjuration all of that was to attack me, but I slept like a baby. It didn't bother me, but they was attacked. Yeah. And she didn't obey the spirit of the Lord and the deception. And so finally going to the airport taken, she said, if I knew who you were, I would have never uh, had you stay in my house. And I go, oh, okay. Yeah. So, see, they get angry. They get both. Because they get angry, but they're used, and um, but God, yeah. it, it it wasn't like you said an emotion for me to be in my feelings. I was just so thankful I obeyed God, and then later, His hand of protection and and Him talking to me and guiding me mm-hmm. because God wanted her set free, but she didn't want to. Just like you saying about your friend. So these yeah. things around, and when they start saying, you know, for you, you need to move this, or this is not good. Do you know what this means, or have you? It'll open you to if you're not obedient, it could open you to sicknesses. Just like that lady oh, yeah. that I knew, she was sick all the time, and she wondered why. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the yeah. doctors were fed up with her because she wouldn't listen. And so she wasn't listening in the natural, and she wasn't listening to God in the spirit realm either. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, I know, I know. And these are the things, even for my grandson, I know he's under attack. And the things uh, he's, he heard the Lord tell him to, you know, come and live with his dad and to this and that. So there's things going on. So we're actually in warfare. So I'm really thankful for the prayers, but that's the one. I I just know it, and he will get his deliverance. I believe that. I'm in full agreement to that and the rest of the children. And as you pray Mm -hmm. for the other people's listeners, grandchildren, children, nieces, nephews, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. neighbors, kids, the children are under fire. There are going to be sacrifices if we do not pray and intercede Mm -hmm. for them because things are happening right now. And they're teaching kids, um, ponderations of spirits and accepting this and this is good and and now all of the Disney and all the other stuff is using children so I've been interceding well, you for know the what? innocence of the children <laughs> yeah and you know yeah. how I feel about this I yeah. do not like this at all I yeah. but these are the things that are coming because people are being you know, I you know like isolate because nobody likes to be out and say, oh you you don't have that. These are the kids are recruiting kids and they're being recruited by the dark side. So 
you just have to know who your kid is talking to and and how they see things because uh, and even in school yeah very much i I remember my son um he was being in the summer classes that he was taking when he was little i i learned that he was coming home and um they were doing seance things and I didn't know that. Yeah. I went to that school and I said, I'm sorry, I'm pulling my son out. I don't believe in that. I'm sorry. Out of here. And I, I pulled him out. Ah, I agree. Well, my son had a, his teacher was actually lead teacher, but she was a witch. And the Lord showed me a dream that they, during Halloween, they was going to bring a real coffin into the schools. And since oh, uh, they threw me in to be PTA president, but they thought, I guess I was a a pushover or whatever, but that was showing me a dream. And I was in the back of their car and the principal and the lead teacher was talking about the coffin. So I didn't know about this, but the Lord had me praying. And so the librarian was putting up, um, just and all these horror things of conjuration and stuff. And I said, no, we're not having that. You might as well change that to fall season of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. coming and fall and let it. And she got so mad at me. So by me being president of it, I was able to shut it down. <laughs> and so Good. Uh, they were so mad. But the the Lord showed me a coffin. Come to find out, that's what they were doing. And I said, nothing else is coming here. No coffin, no spookity. We are not scaring kids, nor are we no. giving thanks. And that's what happened. So I understand this time is a high archy time, of, especially for the first coming in. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes. To be, we have to and pray. We need to be my, mindful. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you're on this, Carmen. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. So when pray, you, pray, when pray. You know when you know what you're listening. Yeah. And to pray, pray, pray for your kids, your grandkids, your neighbor kids. Everything. Yes. Pray for yes. your, your your neighborhoods ahead of time. Uh, yeah. That loses yes. uh spirits in your in your community. Um and then you wonder why all yeah. these things are happening. So the blood That's of true. Jesus over your the neighborhood, blood the blood of Jesus, Jesus over the high school, the the elementary, yes. the middle school, the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Go around in your car, pray, pray. Yeah. Pray and yeah. pray and keep on praying. <laughs> Well, it's been sure a pleasure, Matt. All right. It's so good to always talk to you. <laughs> you too. Right on point. Thank you so much. And everybody that's listening, we just pray out of a comforting night. And make sure you say your prayers. Don't stop praying. Don't stop no, being don't too stop. tired because the enemy wants us so tired. But no. Yeah. You get on your and knees while I- you can bend your knees. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> I say, Lord, I thank you for my knees. I'm able to bend them. <laughs> to still pray. Yeah, it's not yeah. the posture. It's the posture of your heart, you know. You yes, it is. Praying and, and knitting and and praying and praying in tongues for, for everything, you know. It's you yeah. making yourself yeah. available. God takes you where you're at. 
and he'll use you. That's true. And so that's so yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> we can't make formulas out of it. We just continue doing it and being obedient. Um, and sometimes, yeah. you know, the best ones that can do this is those grandmas that are at home in their seasons of of uh, resting, but it's really not resting spiritually. It's a new yeah. assignment <laughs> in prayer. Yeah, it so, is. Because you know. I told them I, I like, I like Cindy, and I know this, or they have their way on, but I thanked him that I, he's allowed me to bend my knee, bow my, bow my heart. Amen. Everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. what I was thanking mm-hmm. him for, because now when I go down, I need some help to get up. <laughs> so, um, I go, okay. Need some help. Well, it's good to talk to you, Madeline. You it's too. Good. You, you always give us something talk to, to talk about, and um, you know, it's yes, always ma'am. good. God is using you, and he, may He continue to use you um, with your yes, family, ma'am. with your church. You in Jesus' name. Yes. Well, God bless you, and I Jesus pray you have a good God week. Bless you, too. you too, dear. Okay. Love you. Bye bye. Love you too. Bye bye. All right. Uh, next caller: two five one two two nine. Your name and where you're from? Mm. 251229, your name and where you're from? Hello? Okay, I'll come back to them. They probably stepped away. Uh, 251342, your name and where you're from? This is Latrice from Alabama. Oh, Latrice, okay. Thank you, Lord. Let me put you on mute. Thank you, Lord, for Sister Latrice. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, the thought that came to my mind um, is uh, a woman in um, in uh, in in a land where there's trees. And I see you, um, like, plowing, uh, lifting hay, like, with one of those forks and and um, preparing, preparing, like, you know, how they do with the hay and they stack it up and they make it all nice um, to use it later on. Um, and it's almost like you're putting hay in barns and you're putting other things in a barn and you're, you're topping wood. And you're you're just preparing those things for use later on, and that's what I see you. I see you. Um, I believe this is spiritually um, that you're preparing things. That you're preparing things, and, and and you're going by by sections. That you're not doing it all at once, but you're you know um, you may be like the turtle, but the turtle gets to the end, not like the rabbit that's all over the place. <laughs> You're that that turtle that does things in sections and gets this done and gets that done, and before you know it, it's done a lot. And so I see you uh, gathering hay to feed, to feed uh, the animals, to feed, uh, to do this, but it's all to be um, doing something to provide for others. But you're building, you're building, you're building the barns with the things that they need. And and you're taking what's um, from the the land, from what God gives you, and uh, that what other people uh, despise and don't want, 
because of the way that it's uh, presented. You take it and you God gives you wisdom. This is what I'm seeing, that God is giving you wisdom to take the things that maybe somebody else might despise. And you're building on that. You're storing on that. And so we thank you, Lord, for the wisdom that you're giving Latrice to build, 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 build for your kingdom, build for the future, build for the family. Thank you, Lord, Father God, for your showing her, giving her strategies that it's not um, by power or by might, but by the spirit of the Lord, spirit of the Lord. What others can't do and others have despised, you are not. You're taking it and it's precious to you and God is putting it in your hand and he's going to show you how to change that and make it something valuable. So we thank you, Lord, for Latrice in the name of Jesus. Woo, God. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hello, Sister Latrice. What's going on? It is well. How are you today? Good, good. How are you? Oh, God. Well, I do thank you for the word and uh, the words of wisdom. And prayerfully, I can take them and continue in preparation for whatever it is in Jesus' name. Mm Mm-hmm. I believe it's something in the spirit, and he's showing you certain things to build. You know, it's almost like, a, what's that, like pioneer woman. <laughs> mm. so she's, you know, in, in the land that other people may despise because it's, uh, other things are so much available, but you see the value in certain things. And so that's what I right. see. I see. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Is there yeah. anything you'd like prayer for or uh, anything you'd like to say tonight? Uh, you can pray as the Lord allows. Uh, I have some unspoken prayer requests and ask that you uh, combine me in prayer for the people that I'm praying for, if you would. Okay, Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up uh, this unspoken uh, prayer request that our sister is asking about, Lord. Father, I just pray that you just uh, show her uh, um, exactly what it is uh, that she needs to do regarding those prayers, Father God, how to sh- how to pray, um, the correct things for, uh, within those words, those uh, prayers that they be your perfect will. For the lives of the people that she's praying about, Father God, for for the situations that she may have, Father, in the name of Jesus. So we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, for how you're moving. You know, I see you walking through a neighborhood and going through some gates. Going through some gates. Going through some gates. And it's almost like God is directing you to these gates. It's like a little gate. A little gate. So there's something about that that uh He's directing your 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 feet, your um, the way where you're supposed to go. 
um, and there is a, an open an open gate um, that you're supposed to be going through. So we thank you, Lord, for that open gate. Thank you, Lord, whether it's in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. And it, it feels pleasant. It does feel it does feel pleasant. Whatever it is, it's for for good. Thank it's you, Lord. And not evil. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I do thank, thank you, you, Carmen. Then. And you have a good evening. All right. Well, God bless you. Thanks. Bye bye. All right, uh, back to 251-229, your name and where you're from. Yeah, hi, Prophet, it's Corman. This is Sarah. Oh, all right. Let me put you on mute. Thank you, Lord, for Sarah from Alabama. Thank you, Lord. You know, Sarah, sometimes, you know, you know, I sense that God is is showing you different things, the things that you weren't taught, things that are different in the kingdom of God, that things that he's going to show you about truth, things that are true. Things about truth, and it's almost like your hands are open, and like it's been handed to you, and this is going to be handed to others, to your family. Pass it, pass it down. This truth is going to be passed down, and it's like your, your legacy, your legacy, of leaving this truth that has been passed down from the Father to you and from you to those around you. So we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I see you holding it with care. I see you holding it with much care. You're being careful of what you're holding. So we thank you, Lord, for that precious truth that you're um, about to show her. Father God, and and reveal to her things that she has never been taught and that she's going to pass it down. Thank you, Lord, for passing it down. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, what a sweet anointing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hey, Sarah, how are you? How was your week? (laughs) Oh, how are you? It was great. <laughs> good, good, good. Is there anything you'd like to talk about tonight or anything about that you want us to pray about? Uh, well, I would like to talk about uh, and pray um, just the goodness of God and how his love availeth much, you know. Um, I was getting ready to go into the store and I was getting ready to um, meet my daughter there and my daughter um, she want, she likes to do so many things and I'm like oh Lord you know I felt so exhausted 
So I was like, I need to pray for strength. <laughs> because um, it's like, oh, boy, you can get, for me, I get tired so easily. So mm-hmm. I'm just putting the yeah, yeah, you're putting a lot of hours in, that's why. And we yeah. energy. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Father, we just lift up Sarah, her family, Father God. We just ask you, Father God, to to show her what is perfect for her body. Help her, Father God, uh, to... Do not accept these things as, oh, I'm just getting older. But I pray that you give her strategies for her body, Father God, the things that she needs to do just for Sarah's body, not for other people's body, but for Sarah's body, things that will make it work better. And so we thank you, Father God. We pray that you touch her health, that you give her wisdom to take care of her health, Father God, and to show her. What works for her? And we thank you for that in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Um, you know what came to mind? Mm-hmm. And I was talking to you. Something that Prophet Randy had said, you know, about vinegar, that he, um, his joints hurt and all that stuff. But it was every, he realized that every time he ate, um, salsa that had vinegar in it that they left the restaurant feeling, you know, like their joints hurt. And so that may be what's true for his body, but maybe someone else can have vinegar. Uh, maybe one person can have chia seeds mixed in with their yogurt, and then another person, it may hurt them, and they can't have chia seeds. So uh, I'm starting to realize that not everything that everybody eats agrees with their body. And some people feel healthier not eating certain foods because they don't feel good with it. It steals them from energy, from, from uh, you know, just being able to move around. It makes their bodies creak, you know, their joints creak, and it could be, it could be um, just issues, so um, depending on what they're eating. And so sometimes we we have brain fog, but it could be the food we're eating. Uh, example, my sister, she can't eat everything that she's eating. She can't eat everything. And so um, the rest of the family can, but it'll make her sick. So um, she stays away from certain foods and has to find the nutrients in other types of foods. And so um, if she eats anything else, she'll be violently sick. If she eats bread, it'll mess her up because there's something in the bread that she can't tolerate. And so there's certain people that are more sensitive to certain foods, and it may be the stuff that they're putting in our bodies and their bodies can't take it. And so it could be a blessing in disguise, you know, that they, they can't continue eating that because it will destroy their bodies even faster. Um, while another person, it may be still bad for them, but their immune system can take it a little more. So we just pray that God will give you the wisdom to know exactly what it is 
that you need for your body to give you the energy, to give you the things that you your body needs to help you to to use it as fuel and not for for it to hurt you. And so that's what I'm sensing as I was talking mm-hmm. to you. Amen. All right. Is there anything else that you would like um prayer for? Um well, I'm just excited to do um, Prophetess Carmen because the Lord gives you so many uh, revelations, you know, um, about people on the prayer line, um, and that's so exciting to me because I feel like, um, you know, you can speak to, you're speaking in God's telling language. You know, and it seems like it's more of that because, I guess of my obedience, um, and it seems a little easier for some reason, I guess, because I set my mind to do what God wants, whether I like it or not. Um, and then I realized, oh, he had a better reason for having things done a certain way. And so we all can have that. We all um, are called to, to do a certain thing, and so we shouldn't fear. We just allow God to to use us the best way that he chooses, you know, and um, we're part of, you're part of the body, I'm sure. Are you still working with children? Well, um, Prophet Thomas, I decided to, um, uh, they were telling me that as far as the knee goes, um, I'm going to be trying to move, um, and I want prayer for that. Uh, I'm still working, but I took a little break because of the fact that they wanted me to, like, make a decision or I want to make a decision between getting the knee replacement or shots. They call steroid shots. And so, cortisone shots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I'm believing in healing. I'm like, I'll just take the shots. And, you know, heal. And so your knee hurts. Yeah, and um, the knee and the sciatic uh, in my left left leg. Well, I think one thing is connected to the other, and that's why you're having pain, because your body's um, not aligned right. And um, with the sciatic, I've learned that there's some doctors that are specialists that can uh, manipulate through massages um, the sciatic and, like, kind of, like, manipulate it in its proper place and, like, break up whatever congestion it may be in there, depending on how long it's been there that way. Um, And you may have – you may get relief over time. So maybe going to a specialist with – that can do that naturally, because I've seen that. I've seen things on online. I have a friend that had it, and she no longer, I mean, I don't know where she went for her healing. Um, I, she is a believer, but um, she doesn't have any problems with that anymore. And so not keeping mobile is another thing, too. Um, have living, Sleeping in a good bed, having good um, insoles for your shoes, because believe it or not, it can make your body out of alignment. And and when the body's, you know, a little over, well, one side uh, tries to uh, work harder to 
make up for what the other side isn't uh, able to do. So um, having good shoes, good insoles, and at first that may hurt while you're correcting that before it gets better. Uh, good socks to cushion. Um, no more no more heels. These shoes that they have sold us throughout the years have messed up women's bodies. Um, and uh, it's not meant for us to be on heels. So good shoes that hold our heels, our arches, is very important. I remember one lady that was pretty you know, up there in age, in her 80s, and she had gone to a cruise. Um, and she had told me that um, when she went to the cruise, they had given free insoles. The doctors were giving free insoles for some reason. So she used it because she was a little hunched over. And so she used it the next day. She was in agony. They had to take her to the doctors in the, the cruise line to figure out what was her pain. Here they come to find out that the insoles were working so well, but it was so many years of her being, um, her bones being out of whack, that it was kind of pointless to have her use um, the insoles at this point. So she had to stop using it, and then the pain went away. But the damage had been already done from so many years. So in time, you know, it can be helped. But with healing, the Lord can heal you and heal you from all of that without even having to go through all that. So we pray, Father, in the name of Jesus for Sarah. We ask you, Father God, that uh, you help her with her bones. In the name of Jesus, we pray that you help her with aligning, Lord. We just speak to her bones and her back. In the name of Jesus, uh, whatever food she's eating, whatever shoes she's wearing, Father God, uh, the movements that she's making, we pray that you give her strategies and exercise, Father God, to to, uh, to work her body, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father God you will connect her with a, a good doctor that won't give her all this medication, um, but somebody that will help her naturally, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And we just thank you, Father God. We pray, Father, in Jesus' name, and we pray for that energy, Father God, that divine energy. Lord, line things up. Line things up in her body. Line her back. Line her bones, Father God, from the inside out, Father God. From the inside out in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for the arches to to line up correctly in Jesus' name. For her neck, Father God. We pray for that C-curve to be in place correctly in Jesus' name. And for the hips, Father God, to fall in the right place. From the left and the, and the right in the name of Jesus. For the need, Father God, anything that has been worn out, we pray that you heal it right now and you replace it in Jesus' name. We thank you for that. We thank you for her healing in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All right. So you're going to do some things in the natural and and, and receive the things in the supernatural. Amen. Amen, amen. And as you were praying for me, uh, Prophetess Corman, it was like I had some I had some and I haven't been wearing them because I thought, you know, it's 
it's okay. It feels better and everything. But that may be the problem, you know, me not wearing the insoles. You have to wear them all the time because if you don't, it, it might feel painful at first, but it's it's when it feels that way, it's because it's correcting things. And you got to make sure that you wear good shoes all the time, flip-flops and things like that. If you're already having pain, those are not good shoes. So wearing the proper shoes, maybe getting different ones so that you can change out the shoe and and the cushion can spring back up again. And so you don't wear your shoes out because that's also another thing. If you wear shoes that wear out fast, you know, the, the sides wear out, um, that also creates a... a abnormal imbalance in your body. So making sure you have good shoes, um, shoes that you can tie up, good socks, um, cushiony socks, you know, not those thin socks, something that will help, you know. There's some that hold your arches in, too. They're really good. And trust me, um, sometimes when you're using all that stuff and you're wearing good socks like a those uh, compression socks, that helps like be like a girdle to your legs and to your arches and to your, um, the back of your legs, and you'll feel more energy. When your body's a little out of whack, you won't, you, it'll be, um, it'll steal your energy. So try to get compression socks. That'll help you, at least up to your knee, and that'll help you also to walk. It'll make it better. Um, your ankles won't hurt when you go down the stairs. You'll feel more energy. Trust me, you'll feel more energy. But it's not going to be a quick fix. It's, it's over time, and you have to wear those insoles. Good, uh, good uh, walking shoes with good insoles, you know, good ones, things that will cushion when you're walking. Amen? Amen, amen, and I'm glad you brought it up because I know I now that I need to hurry up and go back into the insoles. Um, and I think yeah. you know, I'm, I'm looking at them now like that's the problem. That's what threw me out of alignment. Not wearing mm-hmm. the insoles, that's what threw everything off. And one thing off. leads to the other. It goes from the hip. It pinches the the sciatic nerve, and there you have a, a new pain. And other things. And before you know it, you're walking sideways if you don't take care of it in time. Amen? Mm. So you're going to be all right, you know. Just take care of it now. And you're going you're gonna to notice you're going to have more energy. When you have the right walking shoes, it gives you energy. Because your body's not struggling as much. So try it. You'll see. Wow. Yeah, I have some That's probably why you're so tired. That's why you're so tired. <laughs> hmm Oh, boy. Yeah, that's probably why I'm so tired. I'm like, I've got to take another vitamin. I've got to take another. And I'm like, this is ridiculous, but I know that um, it's wearing me, that will wear you out, especially the sciatic nerve, and, and, and it runs up and down in the muscle. So now mm-hmm. I know that I need to go back to the inserts. Mhm. Sitting properly in the chairs too, not crossing your legs, not sitting on your legs, that also helps. Mm. Sitting properly, having your back on the chair, 
sitting properly in the sofa, not um, um, that also helps you. And especially as we're getting older, um, eating properly because it affects your bones. People, women get um, um, osteoporosis, but it's because they're not getting the, the nutrients in their bodies. And so um, walking, um, having light weight also helps the bones to be more dense instead of porous. You know, um, that helps. And it's so like, you know, it's, uh, thinner women have more propensity of getting osteoporosis than a heavy woman because they have to lift more weight. <laughs> Their bodies are heavier. I mean, so, but I mean, it's still not good to be heavy, but you can um, lift weights, light weights, uh, put weights on your ankles and your hands and just do, you know, walking. You have to walk because it'll make it feel better. When you stop doing all that stuff, you it goes backwards. You don't want to go be in that place where that lady was from many years of, not, of neglecting her, her uh, posture and her spine. She had a hunch over time. She couldn't walk well. I know uh, an elderly man that he, he walked sideways, but he keeps moving, but he walks sideways. His bones you know, um, shifted. And so he never took care of that. So um, we have to take care of ourselves so we can live longer and have energy, have energy for our children, for our grandchildren. Amen? Amen. Well, thank you so much. I thank you and for the knowledge that he blessed you with. But uh, talk to you next week if the Lord says the same. And thank you so much for uh, the wisdom that God's giving you. And love you. It's for for His body. He He loves His His bride, and He He does anything for her. So praise the Lord. He already did it for her, <laughs> for you, for me. The blood of <laughs> Jesus. Amen. All right, Sarah. Well, God bless. God bless. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye bye. All right. I have other callers on the line. If you want to be ministered to tonight, uh, raise your hand. I won't. I cannot pick you if you have don't have your hands raised. Dial one on your phone keypad, um, and then I'll be able to pick up your call. If not, I'll play a song and I'll come back and check who uh, wants to be ministered to or just wants to speak and say something tonight. Give me one second here. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All right.
All right. Let's see. Um, all right. Four zero two five three three. Your name and where you're from. Uh, Andrea from Omaha, Nebraska. Andrea from Blair, Nebraska. Nebraska. Okay. Give me a minute. Thank you, Lord, for Andrea from Nebraska. Father God, um, I just see you like um, I'm seeing the Lord showing me something like you're going through a road and like you lost your 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 direction. And I I see that God is giving you you know um, signals to show you what to, the the direction to get back to the right place. And it's almost like really hard because everything looks the same. <laughs> it's not like in a big city where you 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 see things and you have markers. Um, I'm seeing you in this place where there's nothing really that you can. You can have a marker to know what's your way, and so uh, you're not. The Lord is not going to allow that to happen to you. He's going to show you. He's He's like almost showing you a hand, pointing to the directions, and that's what I'm seeing. It's almost like you're you're driving in a country road, and everything looks the same, and and it could be confusing, and it seems like you lost your way. But no, God is with you. He's going to show you the way. He's pointing you to the way that you're supposed to go. I don't know what that's all about. Maybe it's about a situation, but be comforted that God is with you. Amen. All right. Let's see. Andrea, where are you? Yeah. How are you? Just, uh, oh, pretty good. I used to do a lot of prayer walking, and I haven't been able to do that because of my job. You know, uh-huh. it just takes up a lot of my my time. It's like being a caregiver, your time is consumed. But I did manage to, uh, the Lord put on my heart to uh, a good day to clean house, you know, not only with yourself, you're the nation, and, and your town is uh, praying Yom Kippur. Uh-huh. So my friends and I, uh, or we three, uh, there's uh, two other gals and myself that, uh, from my church, and we went to the courthouse of our town, and we prayed mm-hmm. on sundown. So, and remitted, you know, prayed, for, repented for the sins of the city and what was going on there, and um, for the nation. Mm-hmm. So, and I blew my shofar. So, anyway. Oh, that's awesome. You know, yeah. um, something in the spirit happens when a uh, shofar is blown. It's almost like it, it makes the the kingdom of darkness like shake. Um, they they get nervous when that happens. Um, but it's also our praise oh, yeah. when we praise him. Also, you know, the enemy gets nervous when when that happens. Um, so tell us a little more about that. I'm I'm curious to 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 know how you go about doing that. Uh, I sense that you oh, have some wisdom just, in this. You know, with the, we're just, we're, this nation's in trouble, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. there's certain things in the town 
you know, uh, whether it be there's a Masonic element or something like that, because that was that's part of what is in our town is the Masons. So we kind of pray oh. that curse is broken. And uh, mm-hmm. it's just the nation. Um, you know, there's so much going on in this nation that you have to pray for the light to shine upon the darkness and, and uh, deal with some of the situations. So, but uh, can, no, you so far, me, I, can you give us um, my question to you? Uh, you know, I'm sensing that. Um, can you give me examples of victories in the past of of uh, things that God has shown oh, there's you? there's a lot of them. How to, um, because yeah, I feel like that's going to that, really uh, glorify the Lord tonight. Well, ahead, there's one where um, there's a man by the name, you know, there's a lot of, I, I have a heart for Omaha, too, which is a town I used to live there. And so uh-huh. it's not far from Blair. And I was looking at you got to delve into the past history. If you want to tear up the roots of uh, corruption and darkness, mm-hmm. you have to go into the past. You have to remit the sins of the past because if you don't, that you know it, it just comes back. So we were prayer walking mm-hmm. uh, where this man got murdered by a, a crime boss. Omaha used to be horrible. It's, it's <laughs> I mean, mm. the one who ruled the town was Tom Dennison in the 20s. 1920s, and he was mm-hmm. best friends with Al Capone, and this guy by the name of Harry Lapidus, who was Jewish, uh, uh-huh. was trying to, to take him down legally, you know, because his son-in-law, I guess, was uh, the Attorney General in Lincoln, Nebraska, mm-hmm. and they were trying to get mm-hmm. information on him. Well, they murdered him, and so we prayer walked where he had been murdered, and we oh, just wow. asked for exposure. We asked for, we repented of the sins, you know, and of course it was Yom Kippur. Well, lo and behold, it was right near Passover the next year. A huge article came out in the paper, and I mean, mind you, this is what, how many years old? Several years, you know, 70 years old or something. Mm-hmm. Well, they had mm-hmm. an article running on, because we didn't really know who shot Harry Lapidus. It was either Al Capone's men or it was, you know, Tom Dennison, we didn't know for sure. Well, in the paper, they ran an article about his murder and that it was Tom Dennison's, a couple of his henchmen that did it. And uh, Mm -hmm. I guess the nephew of the guy who did it or something, yeah, I guess he had a deathbed confession about him killing Mm -hmm. Harry Lapidus. Wow. Wow, so that was what, what can be done in prayer. Yeah, wow. and then uh, there's another one where um, we prayer walked where it was the largest hanging of Native American Indians in the history of the United States in Mankato, mm-hmm. Minnesota. And so we prayer walked that on Yom Kippur. I always do these you know, the big things on Yom Kippur. So we went all the way to Minnesota and prayer walked, the team and I. And uh, it wasn't until like four years later, but it was really interesting. Uh, We were headed out for another prayer walk on Yom Kippur, and it was to Mississippi to prayer walk where um, uh, the civil rights workers were murdered and Emmett Till and Martin Luther King Jr. 
And uh, anyway, so, but it was the day before we left, an article came out in the paper. I didn't have time to read it, so I had to read it when I got back. But an article mm-hmm. came out in the paper about our prayer walk in Mankato, Minnesota. And what what, what had happened was, because um, I didn't know about this part, of, about the, he- the hanging, you know, because after they were buried, the head of the Mayo Clinic at that time, the founder, had dug up one of the Indians by the name of Cutnose and took him to his place, you know, his, his uh, you know, his uh, hospital or whatever. And he basically boiled off the, you know, the meat off the, off the bones and hung up the skeleton and let his kids play with it. Well, that was an atrocious for the Native American Indians to have that happen. And mm-hmm. so anyway, years later, you know, was that, that Sunday they had announced it, some um, people from the Mayo Clinic, the heads of it now, um, <laughs> what they did was they went to the ancestors of this cut nose. And they wanted to, you know, meet with them. And they go, well, you come to our reservation. So they went to the reservation, and they repented for what this guy did, the founder. Wow. And they said they were very sorry, and they said, what we want to do to make amends for this is we want to put one Native American youth for medical school per year Ooh. forever. Wow. Wow. And... They, you know, the descendant wow. said, you know, the reporters asked her, you know, well, what what did you think about this? And she said, it's a start of restoration. It's a start. Mm. So it's really interesting how that happened right before we left for our prayer walk. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mississippi. So, it, you know, wow. that's, it's, important, it's important to pray, you know, to look up your yes. past in your city, your town or whatever. Find out what went on there. Repent for that because there's strongholds that take place because of what's happened there. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get rid of them and, and to claim the ground back for God is to to prayer walk it and repent of these things. You know, wow. it's no different that's, than Nehemiah. That's... You know, when when Nehemiah took the group of people and uh-huh. uh, when they were building up the wall. What did they do? They uh-huh. repented for the past sins of the of their descendants. They may not have done it, but they repented for what mm-hmm. their ancestors had done. That was wrong Daniel in, in did the that sight too. of the Lord. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel did that too. Repented for his, you know, the people. <laughs> yeah. For and so imagine yeah. what could happen when we repent on behalf of our our own ancestors, our own family. You know what God can do. Have mercy. Wow, that's, that's well, it's, very important. It also Andrea. frees you up, you know, and there's, there's like, you know, uh, uh, illnesses in your family bloodline, like Randy was saying, that when you repent uh-huh. for whatever your ancestors did, then you're breaking that curse. You're breaking that stronghold, you know, to, to where your yeah. body can get healed. Wow. Yeah, that's what I was also <laughs> talking about tonight uh, with monitoring yep. spirits. When they come and they're looking, they're looking for, you know, the sins so that they can go and accuse us before the Lord. And I guess that's what the enemy was trying to do with Job. But, you know, in his case, he didn't have anything on Job. But, you know, the enemy, the enemy is like that. He's just, you know, they have, they're strategized. And if they're strategized, we have to strategize also in prayer. 
and know what to pray and, and hear the Holy Spirit guiding us to knowing what to pray about and what, you know, and how to set our family free, um, our our city free, our neighbor, even neighborhoods. Um, oh, yeah, amen. It's really weird. I was sensing something strange, like something not right in around my neighborhood. And uh, close by, there's a ranch. And um, I just felt like there was something really off. And um, I saw on a platform where one young man, the, the owner of the ranch, the son, came in uh, drunk. And without him realizing it, he had taken the gun. And he got into an argument with his mother. And he shot her dead. And he didn't even oh, realize no. that he had shot his own mo- mother. And I just, it was like, I kind of sensed something. I was praying that week over my neighborhood, over this area. You know, it was like it wanted to come on this side. And so, um, yeah, when we sense things, we need to pray. You know, we don't know um, the unbelievers because they don't, they don't know. They may be victims later on, uh, but um, the enemy's watching where he can, you know, bring his evil. And so we have to be careful. And this month especially, we have to really be prayed up because, you know, every time they have these holidays, it's Halloween holidays, they lose spirit. Oh, I know. They lose spirit, you know, throughout the, the, the neighborhoods and things like that. And we don't need that. We don't need that. So we need yeah, to be praying where when we go it. out. Yeah, um, in the supermarket, wherever you go. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We have to pray against it. Would you like to say a, a prayer as the Lord leads you for for everybody on PGN and you know, um, however the Lord leads you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, I ask you to bless the people at PGN, and Father God, I ask you to give them revelation about their city, their town, prayer walking, Father God, and remitting the sins. And Father God, we just ask for restoration in those places, Father God. We ask for rebirth in the cities and the towns. And Father God, we just thank you for your divine protection, Father, because we know that the enemy eventually is going to try to destroy this nation. And Lord God, the ones that have been prayed over, the ones where the sins have been remitted, Father, you protect that. So we just praise you, Father God, for that divine revelation, Lord God. So just lead us step by step to take back our land, our neighborhoods, and our families. And to break the, the curses off of our families in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for your divine revelation in that for the people on PGN. And Lord God, let them see a change. Let them see miracles happening to let them know that you have heard their prayers. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. You're definitely an intercessor. <laughs> That's what God's called you. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, oh, for yeah. intercessor. I get, I, get de- I, get, I get demonically attacked all the time, believe me. <laughs> He's not happy oh, with I'm... me when I'm praying. <laughs> yeah, because they're trying to shut you up. But in Jesus' name, you're going to continue. And may God protect her, Father God, and protect Andrea and and all those that are um, intercessors here on PGN. Father God, protect them, Amen. protect them, their lives, protect their families, Father God, and give them str- even more strategies 
to um, tear down the kingdom of of the of darkness in Jesus' name. Thank Amen. you. We need more intercessors like you. God bless you. All right, Angie. Is <laughs> there anything try. else you'd like to say? Huh? Oh, um, not not really. Things have been going a little bit better. Just uh, it's been crazy. It's you know my time and stuff. I mean, I know I'm supposed to be a caregiver, though, because, you know, the people that I, I you know, I ministered a lot of people. And uh-huh. sometimes I get the hardcore cases. <laughs> I oh, mean, cause there's this guy who's, yeah, there's this guy who's, you know, not doing well. And, um, but anyway, but he's had a bad past. He was, <laughs> they go, you're a perfect match with this person and this person that I'm taking, you know, helping with, you know, chores and things to do because he can't do them, um, uh-huh. you know, in his house. Um, <laughs> he used to be in a federal prison. <laughs> oh, wow. He, he, he owned, you know, his family owned guns. He owns guns. Um, they used to drag race. <laughs> wow. His dad did it too. Wow. So it just all sorts of things, you know, very – Interesting checkered background. I mean, he, you know, he did other jobs and stuff, but he's been married a few times, and I don't know what all. But it just, um, it's you know, you just gotta pray for those people because they, that's the type that God's after to save their souls. Mhm. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And who better than you to be in there, uh, <laughs> you know, ministering to them? Yeah, because you hear from so, the Lord and you know how to strategize in prayer. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Lord. So I yes. yes, I have I've been praying for him, you know, because he just he needs he needs salvation. Definitely. He really does. Wow. I mean, you know, but sometimes you know we're looking at it from the outside, and and God knows what He's doing. Maybe His heart is ready now. You know, we don't see the so. heart. Um, some people have to be almost on their deathbed before they realize what they need. And it's, yep. uh, and I think he's, you know, he's getting to the point where I think maybe pretty soon that he's going to be more than willing to listen to the gospel. So, yeah, you know. So God strategically yeah, put you I, there. Yep, I was shaking my head when, when she said that he was a perfect match for me. I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of amusing as I used to be a, I used to be a correctional officer when I was younger. Really? <laughs> I to, yeah, I used to work at a prison. Oh, no so one? Here, here's the next one. <laughs> here's the next one. So you don't. <laughs> wow. Wow. Officer. Oh my goodness! So no wonder. <laughs> and then you're an interceptor. Woo! Oh my goodness! You know how to put those things in place. <laughs> Thank yep. you, Lord. No wonder. Oh no wonder. Wow. Well, I pray definitely pray for your protection and that God will, you know, help you to do more. I mean, He certain you you certainly know what. What God has cut you out to do. Um, this is definitely wow. Yeah, and I, you know, I just need to, and I, I just pray that he, op- you know, that I get more time to go prayer walk in certain places, and that he leads me to him. But it just, yeah, it's almost like you feel like you're, 
you don't know what to do to do next because of the your time, and it's just, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, but don't allow the enemy also, because sometimes <laughs> the enemy will make you so busy so that you to get distracted. So remember that one. There's just ask oh, yeah. God to show you how to how to do this. Um, and the enemy will get tired and he'll move. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I can't stop this one. I can't stop this one. She's <laughs> going to keep on no matter what I throw at her. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Wow. I love. I have a special uh, place with uh, intercessors because um, the first lady, she was like a spiritual mom to me. And she was an intercessor, and she she taught me a lot of stuff. And uh, you know, I love the way um, that she would intercede, the how she would put her love in, and everything she would pray about. Um, so it's dear to my heart. I love intercessors. Without intercessors, I I, I say that they're like a backbone, the backbone of the body. <laughs> it keeps everything up. You know, without oh, yeah. them, wow, we can't. Yeah. And so it's important. The ministries needed, businesses needed, families needed, and so we, we oh, bless yeah. you in Jesus' name. Yeah, I just remember what Jesus said about you know, and when he's he and he and his disciples, you know, he was getting ready to get taken, you know, into custody to get crucified, and he asked them to pray. You know, Peter or was it mm-hmm. John too or whatever, and it, can you pray for one hour? And they fell asleep. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's like. You just remember that, and you go, "Well, Lord, I don't want to fall asleep. I want to be uh, awake and on the on the the wall." <coughs> mm-hmm. we're exactly. Watching. Yeah, now more than ever. So, um, I pray that the Lord will help you to raise up other intercessors to to minister um, to others. That God will give you. Those people will bring them alongside with you, you because you you gotta replicate yourself. You gotta allow oh, no. what you gotta, yeah, what he's putting you to put it in 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 other people's lives. There's young women that still need to learn about all this, and there's gotta be relationships um, and teaching them um, so that they learn. Oh, the Holy Spirit shows, but you know, there's something about. Passing the baton and passing um, the legacy to others. You know, you multiply oh, yourself, yeah. and it's awesome. Yeah. We got to teach other people. <laughs> oh, yeah. The one well, girl that came with me on, you know, this past Yom Kippur was, you know, she's, been, she's new to the church, and she is a young gal. So uh-huh. she's excited. So she goes, anytime you want to take me prayer walking, I'll come with you. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So, yes, yeah, they love me. She's pretty young, too. She's in her 20s. Oh, wow. That's so, good. That's, that's good. good. She has a heart yep. for that. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mentored one girl in the things of God and spending time with God. And uh, the other day she calls me that she says that now her and her husband, um, they're being called to ministry. And so she was so happy to tell me. And, you know, we were just rejoicing that God was, you know, bringing her up. She's such a sweetheart. I love her. Uh, she's like a daughter oh, to me. Yeah, yeah. So we do great. have to pass this down. You know, it's, don't keep it to yourself because it's a lot. Um, and sometimes God p- puts people, women, 
that are just like daughters to us when we're, you know, uh, pouring into them. And so we got to pour into whether you're an intercessor, whatever calling you have, we need to pour that into them. And amen. And even young men, but uh, yeah, that is very interesting. Wow. Interesting. You always have good stories, Andrea. Um, so thank you, Lord, for for her, my sister, Father God. Bless her with more. Allow her to pour into others. And uh, thank you, Lord, for that intercessor's heart. Bless her more. Give her more so that she can pray more in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, Andrea, you are uh, so blessed. God bless you. Yeah, God bless you too. You're a good teacher. (laughs) Oh, thank you. All right. Well, God bless. We'll talk to you hopefully next week. Okay. God bless you. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, Next caller, 773-787. Your name and where you're from. Hi, Carmen. This is Teresa from Illinois. (laughs) Teresa from Illinois. Okay. Thank you. Give me a minute. I'll put you on mute. Okay. Let me put you on mute and pray for you. Father God, we just thank you for Teresa in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for her, her life, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing you, um, um, like you're carrying some things in a backpack, and they're. Thank you, Jesus. And at first it wasn't heavy, but it's starting to get heavy. And so, I'm sensing that the Lord is saying, "Give it to me. Give, give me that that you're carrying." Give me what you're carrying, and I'll give you rest. But you're like, no, I have it okay over here, but it's getting heavier and heavier. And Jesus is signaling to you, give it to me. So Jesus is saying, give it to him, and he'll give you rest. Those burdens that you're carrying, those things that that you feel that, that you have to carry um, even in prayer, just leave them in prayer. Not just take them in prayer, leave them in prayer. God loves you and he wants to take that. And so that He, there will be more things that he'll give you, allow you to, to have, to bring to prayer, and he'll take it and you leave it there. And then you'll get more and you leave it there. So that's what God is trying to teach you. Now, whatever you see, you have a heart you have a heart of gold and you sense the pain of others and you take that burden and sometimes you take those things that are not for you to carry. It's for you to bring to it, bring it in prayer and give it to the Lord, you know, but give him that backpack with all that stuff because eventually it's going to weigh too much for you. And if you can't do a thing, why keep it in there? Give it to him. He knows what to do with it. He knows what to do with it. And so God has given you that heart of gold to sense what other people are going through. But he wants to teach you how to bring it to him. Amen. 
So thank you, Lord, for Teresa. Thank you, Lord, for her heart. Bless her, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hi, Teresa. How are you? How was? Hi there, Carmen. Thank you so much. It, it hit it right on the nail. <laughs> you hit it. Yeah. Oh, yes. You told That's me it's right. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be around brokenhearted, broken people, and then I get worried about them, and it's like I'm taking it to heart. And then it's a, a person I wanted to ask you around me, a man, and I believe that he liked me, but I'm older, and it's like I want better for them, but I know that that may not be for me, even though if I like them, I'm the type that I'll go in another direction because I know that they're younger and they need to have a life. But even though you don't mm-hmm. have nobody, it's like somebody do like me, but I just wanted to know that the person care for me but I'm just like not going that way. But didn't someone around me did care for me, <laughs> but they didn't know how to come for me or maybe because the way I am, I come, you know, in a different direction. You know, I just want to know was I'm, am I, I think they did care, but they didn't know how to deal with me because I'm on another level. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you said yeah, it all yeah, with caring. Know. Um, they're unequally yoked to you because of age, and there's some things of maturity that you have learned, and so they don't understand that. And um, thank God that you understand that because um, you're caring, yeah. but um, you, you you have to you you're sensing what you you're supposed to do, and that's a good thing that you recognize it and you know you understand. Uh, but with gentleness, um, just so. Let them know that that's not possible. That they'll meet their person when it's the right time. But um, they also have to be prepared spiritually for that person because if they're not ready, God can't draw them to them. You know, and uh, you know we have to be obedient. Sometimes we don't want to let go of because we get scared because of loneliness and this and that. But um, God knows when when it's time. God yes. knows who to bring to our lives, and um, you yes. know because we miss the right thing by accepting what we think that's never going to come by again, and that's not true. That's not having faith, and so um, yes. yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah, be gentle, you know, and uh, guide them to the Lord so that He can be ready mm-hmm. for the person that God has for him. Now that's a good thing. Well, that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's what I sense about you, that you have a heart of gold and that you get overburdened with things that you, you can't be carrying, that you have to leave it in prayer. And so um, the thing to it is the more you give it in prayer, other things will come. And, again, you bring it in there. That's the strategy. <laughs> Not keeping it because you're plugging things up. They're backing up waiting for you to give it to him. So that he could work on that, yes. you see what I'm saying? Yes. And then, uh, yes. yes. Then he could work on other people's lives. So, um, amen. Yeah, I saw that backpack that was getting too big and heavy. Yes, yes, yes. And the person you're talking you about, they. Uh huh. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the person you're talking about, they have several different women that they talk to, like they don't know what they want to want to do. You know. 
And then with my, Ooh. I wanted to pray with my mother. She's going to have um, a colonoscopy on Tuesdays, and she's a little nervous about that. Yeah, so I'm praying oh, everything okay. will go right. Yeah, uh-huh. we talked to you one week. I talked to you once. Then another time, me and my mother both talked to you. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, those yeah. things are, uh, are routine. Those things are routine. Um, she has nothing yeah. to worry about. So we lift her up. We, uh-huh. we pray for uh, Teresa's mom, Father God, for this procedure, this colonoscopy that um, she's about to have. We pray that you uh, put the right nurses, the right doctors, the right person that is going to follow this procedure, Lord, to, to do this procedure, Lord, that everything goes well, that nothing goes wrong, and that there is a good outcome, Father God, and that it will be just another normal routine checkup in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, that when she's under, that she's uh, sleeping in peace and that your angels are there watching over her in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Amen. Well, God bless you. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh, that's all, Carmen. I like you say, I had a heavy load, and I know the person. I was just wondering, like, did the person did like did care for me, and then something happened, you know? And I know, I understand that, you know. Yeah. There's some things, you know, that, that make us unequally yoked with people and, and as much as we want things to be, but there's some things that that we understand that they don't understand that could be a problem later on. And so, no, um, God has the right person. Um, just the thought yeah. that you're talking about, it makes you underst- me understand that you understand uh, already. Yeah. You understand the situation yeah. already, what's right and what's not right for you. So thank you. Uh, thank you for calling and say hello to your mom for me. I sure will. And I'll keep on still loving everybody. You know, they can, you can love people in different ways. And I do feel, you know, that the people do love mm-hmm. you. They just, just need help, you know, whatever. Yes, I appreciate that, Carmen. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. God bless. Have a good week. Okay. I have one 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 one. Your name and where you're from. Hi, Barbara from Texas. I want my Let me put you on mute. All right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for Sister Barbara. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Uh Thank you, Lord. Uh, I hope that it doesn't disconnect the call because it's about to, to give out. But thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name for my sister. Thank you, Father. Thank you for her life. Thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. It's a quiet time. It's a quiet time. It's a quiet time with the Lord. It's a quiet time with the Lord, but there's much to do as you're spending time, as you're spending time in your quiet time, in your quiet time in the secret place. So we thank you, Lord, for that quiet time in the secret place, in the quiet time in the secret place with you, Lord. Instructions are going to be given. Directions are going to be given. 
Recharging. Recharging in Jesus' name. That's what I'm sensing. There's going to be a time to take new assignments and recharge for the next assignment. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Sister Barbara, how are you? Oh, I am so blessed and highly favored. I am excited. I love calling in. But I, I apologize. I ask for forgiveness. I fell asleep. <laughs> so I'm just... It's all right. We need, we need to rest. <laughs> and I was just talking to the Lord and just uh, spending time with him. And um, I, then just before I called in, I could see, like, um, I said, Lord, what is this? Help me to understand. It was like I had been before the Lord, and I had been just crying out, I lay before him, but then all of a sudden I woke up in like a religious setting, and I was like, I, I didn't say anything, but looked like I'd been just crying, and, and I was looking, but the Lord was showing me that I was eating. Um, well, I saw the silverware. I saw everything like big, large forks and uh, you know how you pick up the cake, and, and I saw all of this, the knife, the fork, the spoon, but everything was silver. And I could see, like, some tables being, like, there were some on some tables. And then I could see a person that I knew, but he was sitting down, but he was on the phone. And I knew him very well, but I can't call out his name. And he was praying, oh, Lord, that elbow, you know, like praying for somebody, bless your brother, God, heal you, da-da-da-da-da. And the mm-hmm. more that I walked around on the side and I could see a sideline of people and I could see these preachers and they were just sitting and nobody not doing nothing. And the table had no food, but I saw the silverware. And it was like I started just gathering it all. And then my hand got full of it. And then as I got to the back, I saw this bishop. He was just sitting there waiting with nothing to say, like nothing. But you could tell I had been before the Lord. And um, I said, now, Lord, give me the interpretation of the silverware. But it looked like when I got to the back, it turned plastic, like it was plated like silver. Ooh. You know, like my my hand was full of it, but, like, it turned to plastic. <laughs> Whoa. And that's when I woke up. I said, okay, Lord. And now, silver, I know it's supposed to represent the price of atonement, like for the soul, like redemption through Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. like the, rede- the redeemer, the righteous. And then it could mean many things like money, and exchange, idols, ornaments, trumpets, draws are being refined um, into the refiner's fire, like God's image of reflected wealth. And then I, I got to reading, and then I, yes, ma'am. But it was plastic, right? It was plastic, made like, you know, it wasn't plated <laughs> with silver, but you are what you eat. And I know that silver <laughs> speaks of, you know, re- redemption, but this turned to plastic. And so it was so like. it wasn't what, what, it was, what, what it represented. It was not the real deal. It wasn't cut out to be nothing. And I looked at some people like, mm. <laughs> and it was that religious setting. 
So I was like, okay, thank you, Lord. I'm doing the right thing, and I'm eating what you want me to eat and not what man and tradition and tradition a man wants you to eat. Mm. And I was just looking at it that it was all fake. <laughs> oh, wow. And that's when I woke up and I said, oh, I got to call the show. I got to call the show. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for waking me up and Praise yeah, God. No, it was uh, I'm yeah. tired. Ex, uh, you know, yes, ma'am. And so uh, I was reading and I wasn't happy with what I saw. Well, years well, of teaching and sitting, and it was in the dark. Like uh, the Lord was showing me, mm-mm, no, mm-mm, can't go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what God is having you to pray about. He's giving you the new new assignment for whatever it is that he wants you to do next. Yes, ma'am. And I really appreciate it because I was like, thank you, Lord. That's just as plain and simple as a two-year-old can understand. Because when I got to the last table where this bishop was sitting, just crossing his legs, just looking at everybody, and the the plastic broke. When my hands were too Ooh. full of plastic, and I got ready to try to get the knife and the spoon, it just wasn't no room, and it broke in half. I said, well, there's my alpha. What are you collecting? Wow. So, mm-hmm. wow. Thank you. Thank wow. you. All right. Well, is there anything else you'd like to pray about? Because I don't know um, when this is going to go out. Oh, okay. Um, well, I missed a lot of it, but I just was, like, trying to just go deeper in the Word, talking to the Lord, um, stay on my post. And as you know, the flowers, oh, my God. I went outside, <laughs> and I just looked, and all I could see was beautiful flowers, like they grew overnight. Like, like, oh, my God. I've never seen nothing bloom so fast. Looked like it happened, like, overnight. Wow. And the yard was just wow. running over with flowers and stuff. And I said, oh, that go my karma. I got to call her. I got to tell her. The praise report, I saw beautiful <laughs> stuff. That, and the leaves were so big and flourishing. And I was like, what happened? Oh, my God. Like, the harvest. Like, it's here now. And I began to put blessings and signs out, you know, and and Mm -hmm. thankful and grateful (laughs) in different bowls and around the plants because the lime green was just popping one on one end and it's so long and then it went to another end. It's just flourishing with these beautiful red, I don't even know what kind of flower they are. And they were just multiplying. Everything was multiplied, running all over the flower beds and where I have the little white stakes. (laughs) <laughs> and to keep everything in, and it would just run it over. I said, oh, look at my cup, Lord. You wash it out. There's the overflow. There's the hundredfold. I don't want just 30, 60 or whatever. I want the overflow. And I look at the yard, and I was just thankful, and I just tears begin to run down my eyes when I thought about you. <laughs> when you were talking about the seeds where I planted spiritually and natural. And yes, so it was just yes. beautiful. Yes, Praise man. God. That's awesome. We love to see. 
all that in 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 a in a picture that sounds like it's really pretty right now. Everything is starting to get green now. Now the heat isn't so bad, so things are getting green. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so pretty. It just it's uh, so pretty to look at things like that. I love flowers and things like that too. Wow, man! Right. I just saw right. you all over my yard prophesying to me <laughs> about the greens and the cut. And they have been watching. My neighbors have been watching. They finally got out there and cut theirs. But it, nobody yard looks like this. I said, "Oh my God, it paid off! It just actually yes. paid off." So I just want to thank you in person, and just to love God, love everybody, and just keep my repentance heart, forgiving heart. And just keep doing what I do and seeking the faith. And I uh, get mm-hmm. answers to more ways. Yes, ma'am. I just yeah. want to share that with you. Yeah, so that's what I'm sensing for you, that um, this is a season where you're, it may seem like it's quiet and all that stuff, but you're gathering. The Lord is sh- going to show you some things in the secret place because he has some things to show you before you can move into the next realm in the next season or whatever it is that he's having assigned for you. So praise mm-hmm. God. All right, Sister Barbara, mm-hmm. it's always a pleasure to hear you. Uh, God I love bless you. you. I love you too. You. I love you too. Well, God bless. Thank All right. Bye bye. Thank you. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye bye. All right, everybody. Um, there's a more callers, but nobody has their hands raised up. So if nobody raises their hands now, um, I'm going to end the, the show. Uh, God bless you. You guys have a blessed week. Let me play this song. I'm, I love this song of uh, the blessing. The blessing. So God bless. See you next week, God willing.
God bless. Have a great week in Jesus' name. Good night.